welcome, welcome back. back to Games Overboard. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> well, hi, I'm a, I'm the son of PJ and Chandler Hayden. Um, and what's your name? Eli Hayden. <laughs> Excellent. I'm in fourth grade, nine years old, born. Okay, stop. Okay, stop. <laughs> Don't give me your social security number. <laughs> the pin to my credit card. And- <laughs> <clears throat> oh boy so obviously we have a special guest tonight our son mm-hmm. he would like to help us review what game buddy dungeon fighter dungeon, dungeon fighter, fighter. <clears throat> no but do we have all the expansions yes we have the whole we, set of course we do yeah of course we do <laughs> so, so i can't <laughs> i need to go away for a bit <laughs> I can't go so this was my insane. well both of our gateway games uh, into the hobby we you know this was the like in one night we played Dungeon Fighter, King of Tokyo, and Rampage, which is now called Terror in Meeple City. And we that's, love that game. Yeah, and that's what <laughs> turned us into this ho- like onto this hobby, really. Uh, and it started with Dungeon Fighter. Yeah, well, we all did like a family night playing Dungeon Fighter when we were did like. Did we play it first at our friend's condo? Yes. And it was their game, right? Yes. Bought it was their own. friend's game that that's they right. borrowed. Yep. Yeah. So, um, we don't want to use names, but thank you to that wonderful friend who would take us to Wildwood all the time, and we'd stay at her condo. Yes. Moving on. So, we have all the expansions, um, which is awesome. We just played a run-through upstairs with the kids just to reboot our brains Mm -hmm. as to how the game plays. Um, And so, Eli, we want your honest opinion. What do you like about this game? Um, I I just like the game because um, I did a character. Um, Like, it's a... You did a certain character. Yeah, That's I did it. a certain character <laughs> that um, if you did the power up for the red dice, you could give someone like a token that was beer that would protect them from a hit, yep. and they would have to be replaced back to you. And you could if you you That's could right. keep so doing it. You had um, a token that you could give away that would give like a protection, right? Yeah, for there just one hit for hit one point. hit point. But that's hey, it's it's helpful. Yeah, I was someone who likes to kill animals, which. Has me a little concerned. Yeah. Her name was Mirka something. <laughs> Who did you play, Daddy-o? I was a barbarian. And, uh... You're quite barbaric. Yes. So he just deals lots of damage and things like that. So we'll talk about that when we get into, like, how the yeah. game plays. And Sophie was a fire enchantress yeah. or something. Yeah. She always leaves the games early, so she played yeah. for, like, two rounds, and then I played two characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hers was, um, the name is a playoff Melisandre. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And so it's, the whole game's like parodying yes. all kinds of fantasy all well, over the place. Legolas is in there, but Legolas, you know, doesn't... Yeah, Lucky Longshot. Yeah. And there's the dwarf that drinks beer, and it's supposed to be like Gimli, pretty Yeah, much. and there are Ents, yep. and yeah. each expansion has one of the Fantastic Four in it. Mm-hmm. Ursula makes an appearance. We killed her this evening. Yeah, yeah. we did. So do we have specific questions easy. for Eli before we send him upstairs? So Eli, what what's fun about this game for you? Um, Fun about it is me just rolling that red dice and giving out that token. <laughs> <laughs> and killing monsters? <laughs> yeah, again, ultra trouble like, gold. So like, well, okay, so like if when you want to play the game, why? What makes you want to play the game so much? Killing monsters and that token. <laughs> not I love hang out with mommy and daddy. No, no, that, no. no that is that's too, that's it too. But like, oh, is it? That, okay. Yeah, I just want I just want that sweet token. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, 
Would you say that it takes someone who's really skilled to play this, or is it good for anybody? It's kind of good for anybody, but you, but uh, a person that's kind of skilled but good at the game or played the game once or twice and they know how to play the game, mm-hmm. we'll have to teach them and they'll know the game forever, basically. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I yeah, agree. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty right, easy. Yeah. <clears throat> that's an honest review. So um, out of um, five stars, what do you give it? Five and a half stars. What? <laughs> All right, math is not his strong suit. I know. <laughs> I was meant to say five stars, but I I'm just want picking to be funny. on you. <laughs> any more questions for him? Do you Do you have any cons for the game? What What don't you like about it? Um, any monsters that's over fifty health, they're just impossible, and they'll just kill you. That's not true. We killed one this evening, but you're right. <laughs> yeah, but was that like forty health, not fifty? No, it's fifty-four to start off. It was with. thirty-three. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So it was weaker, so it was easier. <laughs> yeah, it was close. You're all wrong. We're yeah, all but, wrong. but just like three people play the game, they're like, like just mine, but they don't know how it works. Um, it's just like, it's just full out madness with a 50 HP boss. That's true. Yep. All yep. right. Well, we thank you so much for joining us this evening, sir. Yep. Thanks, um, Eli. I'll see you next time whenever we do a game like that again. All right. Sounds, sounds good. good. Well, hello. It's just you and me now. Mm. We got rid of the child. Look at you making all this noise with these I know, papers. I'm making all this noise, around. pulling out the booklet here. Cool, yes. Because I want to um, start recognizing the designers. I always feel bad. Like, we record an episode, and I'm like, oh, I forgot to say the designer's name. Well, I do uh, want to say, I do love the artwork of this. So they, and the people who I was going it, to mention the game. illustrator yes. and graphic designer um, did both. Julia? Julia Gine? Gigini. Gigini. I hope. Man, I, I apologize for that. Very um, Italian. But the designer of the game itself, uh, there are three of them. Lorenzo Silva, Silva Aure- Aureliano Buonafino, and Lorenzo Tucci Sorrentino. You are doing pretty good. This is not bad. Uh, yeah, so uh, I apologize if I wrecked your name there. But I definitely want to give recognition where it's due. So, Dungeon Fighter. Let's get into how it, how it plays. It is... You throw dice at a target. You Yeah, you bounce, <laughs> you bounce right, dice onto right. a target, which is Even worse. way harder than just throwing. Because once they hit the table, they can just go in any direction. Yes. It's science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, to play the game, you are bouncing dice onto a game board. And which looks really cool is really cool. It's this target and it has bones coming off of it and Holes. it looks like someone like drew like numbers onto yeah. it. Uh in again blood the... <laughs> of their enemies. Again, the artwork is just awesome in it. Yeah. You are you draw a monster card and it tells you how much health the monster has, how much uh, damage it deals you if you miss, and then you just bounce dice onto a target to kill the monster. And then you collect loot, move on to the next room. So it's like a dungeon crawler, but it's also a dexterity game because you're bouncing dice. And then at the end of each layer of the dungeon, you get to go shopping and buy weapons. And the game is very thematic, where depending on the monster, you might have to do certain things. Like if it's Medusa, you have to close your eyes when you fight it. Or if it's a monkey king, you might have to hop when you throw your die. If uh, you're going against a rock monster, you might have to smash through a rock wall or something to get to it. So lots of really neat things that you have to do when playing this game, but it doesn't feel gimmicky. It feels like it fits where other games make you be silly for the sake of being silly. This one makes you 
be silly because of what you're fighting or the location you're in, which I just think is really well designed and really interesting. And like I said before, this is the first hobby board game we ever really played. So it really opened our eyes to what board games could do. I didn't I never understood that there's a game where you could just bounce dice onto a target to kill monsters and that the monsters could hit back and, and then make some crazy dice throws. <clears throat> Man, some of these like the specific throw requirements, like for when you like when you do a dancing shot, right? For that one. Oh axe. yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna spin in a circle because I'm gonna get dizzy and not do very well. Like you, it says dancing shot. This player spins on his feet, turning around 360 degrees, so that he ends facing the target board. He must quickly throw the die while ending his spinning motion. So that's insane. There's also like backward shots. There's like weak-handed shots. There's bouncing off of your card shots. There's elbow shots. There's the, I mean, there's everything. And you can combine them. Yes. So that's something else that causes a lot of contention in the game sometimes. <laughs> is if you think. If you think, like, it'll be fine, I can totally close my eyes while flicking the die off my wrist from two steps away from the table, and everyone else is yelling at you saying, no, don't do it, and you're like, no, it'll be fine, it'll I be fine, this. yeah, it'll be fine. I also like the, um, like, the different types of abilities, you mentioned the monster abilities, like the greedy ver and the leeching and stuff, like the oh. different things monsters can do to you. Yeah, the shady yeah. king, every time you miss, he takes money from yeah, you. Yeah, I like the greedy. I just think it's interesting. So I, I do like that. I just learned in this, I'm looking at the, through the booklet as we're doing this. I didn't know that you could run away from impossible situations. Huh. Re yeah. All this time. All DJ. this time. <laughs> Occasionally, there may be situations when the players may be faced with specific throw requirements that make the throw virtually impossible. So, for example, when you to, like, throw your dice through, like, a rock walls or fire <laughs> circles. When these situations arise, the heroes can choose as a group to back down. If the party backs down, they follow these steps. One, each hero loses one hit point out of shame. Two, they place <laughs> the current monster card at the bottom of the pile it came from. And then three, they draw a new monster card from the current room. So I do think that's interesting mm -hmm. that you can get a new monster um, if it's just too impossible. Because when we were playing, Sophie was getting annoyed because she had to throw her um, <laughs> her die through like this a fire, fire hoop. And she's like, I can't do it. I just can't do it. So there are times when it just feels impossible. Yeah. So let's talk about components a little bit. What, what do you think of the pieces? There's too much. Like, if I'm being honest, there's just way too Like, I That's love That's because of the, the expansions. Yeah. But even before the expansions, like, you had this suitcase thing that you put it all in. That was after I got all the expansions, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there was a box originally, right? There's a box Just somewhere. a cardboard box. It's yeah. in my classroom right yeah. now. Yeah. So my question, because it's in your classroom, <laughs> so I can't even answer this. Is, are there slots for all things? Or would it just be floating? No. It would be there, floating. Yeah, there's a slot for the tower. And that was about it. See, that would... like It's like when you put all the Candyland stuff back in the Candyland box. It drives me nuts. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want it free-floating. It's Baron Park all over again. Yeah. So, PJ had this really cool, like, box. He uses it. And it's, like, a little suitcase. It's really cool looking. It's antique -y. Your mom found it, I think, for you for mm. Chris's present. Maybe? I found it on amazon and oh is it okay. yeah they found it on my wish list and so yeah, they it. bought it for you. Yeah, yeah they bought they bought it or right, anyway yeah. oh, okay and then you, you had like um you have a box in there for the little uh dive like little plastic yeah i've like collected my own boxes yeah. and put stuff so in we it looks fancy because we made it fancy yeah but there's like that free floating in a box would drive me bonkers mm -hmm. um so there's just a lot of like different sized like there's dice components there's like little 
blue things and I mean there's I, I, I'm explaining it terribly but there's those little water dye like that's an issue oh yeah so that, that's another expansion piece too so in the base game there's the tower the cards uh the the shop cards the dungeon rooms tokens oh yeah dice tokens. Coins, yeah, the, coins. The, do- the tokens are the coins. So like, yeah. there's <clears throat> coin tokens. There's inst- well, there are other tokens too, like ones where you can turn people into uh, like frogs oh, right, and yep. things like that. Metamorphosis and the seduction ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of cards. There's your little health tracker meters, which are hearts. Yeah, your little hearts. I appreciate that it's like a very thick wood, so it's better mm-hmm. than like you know, um, even just a cardboard token or something like well, that. What's the game we play where the 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 movier people, the little, like Azul, the little wooden squares. Oh, yeah, the wooden blocks, yeah. Yeah, so it's like that, whatever that game is we play, um, Waterdeep. Mm-hmm. Well, Waterdeep, yeah. So they're bigger than that square, and they're shaped like hearts. So it's supposed to be your life. It makes sense. I think it's cute. Yep. And they're big enough that you're not going to lose yeah, them. Yeah, they could have before. easily done wooden cubes, but yeah. instead they they made it hearts. You know, they, they went up for that, yeah. so that's I awesome. I do like that. I do like the tower that you put all the <laughs> cards in. Um, it's just you have to build it. Now, do you take it down each time, or do you? Keep no, it it's solid. It stays together. Okay, which I is watch, nice. You know, I usually these things. I watch you set this things... thing up, and you just look exhausted by the time you're setting up the game. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm glad it stays together. Yeah, I mean, where usually these cardboard constructions fall apart, this tower stays together pretty nicely. Wasn't there which a zombie game, or it's like a meeple zombie game where you put stuff through a tower, flick them up? Yeah, flick, yeah. Mm-hmm. That tower also is holding up pretty well. That's good. Yeah. All of our cardboard constructions, for the most part, some of the ones in the the expansions for Dungeon Fighter are garbage, and I had to like either super glue them or tape them together, like the rock wall to break through and things like that. Uh, they're held together by tape. I didn't notice that. Yeah, you did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I think the components like there's a lot uh, when you put we can we have all the expansions. It's just it looks the table looks really messy when we have everything out. Uh-huh. And so, like, for me, like, that would be a detractor. Without you there telling me what to do, I'd be very nervous to play. Mm-hmm. Whenever I teach it, I take out all the expansion stuff because some of them have, like, just weird rules, too. And we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that when we talk about stuff we don't like because yeah. I have a couple things. I got And it's all about like. expansions. Oh. Uh, in terms of things I don't like. So, okay, so components, they're nice. Components, I, I like the quality of everything. I... Um, right. I would like to complain that I feel like the, the, the card, well, the cards are like cards. So mm-hmm. that, but even like the score tracker that the people, the, the place cards of like your person, that's just, just like, paper, like card, card stock. stock. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't have the texture that you like. That I noticed true. that. Yeah. So I feel like those could get ruined really, really easily. They could probably tear very easily too. Um, even when you're building these right here, the the dungeon things, I'm looking the at, dungeon layers, yeah, those are also just thin like um, cardstock. Cardstock. Mm-hmm. So that would be my only complaint is that that's kind of flimsy. But like the tower is fantastic cardboard. The the tabletop where you from the dice that like target is a nice cardboard. Yeah, and the treasure chest is nice <laughs> yeah. quality. The tokens are nice and yes. thick. Yeah. The dice too. I just really like the dice and how they're all custom made and everything. I like the, and the artwork. I really love the artwork in this. They are very specific. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. Okay, so we like components. Now what? Uh, all right. So things that work for this game. I think it's a fun family game. So I think like the, since you're working together, not fighting against each other, I think that's good. That that really works for the game. 
it's not like, you know, one person's the bad guy and the rest of us are the good guys fighting, like in catacombs. You mm-hmm. know? It's a all the heroes work together kind of thing. I do like that. I agree. I also like that we we mentioned it earlier, the theme, the thematics of it all, how everything ties in. If you have to close your eyes to fight something, it's because it fits with whatever <laughs> it is you're fighting. Or, you know, if you get a, a huge axe, like Shannon was talking about, then you have to spin it around a circle to, to use it. So I like how, you know, like everything kind of relates to everything else. And, uh, you know, if you have a crossbow, you have to hold your hand a certain way and flick it off your off the top of your wrist. I had dragon's breath and I had to spin the die. Mm-hmm. I like uh, that all the expansions come with a custom die of some sort. And each one represents one of the elements. So the earth die is this big wooden six-sided die. Uh, Air and fire are eight-sided dice, and they're like the see-through color. Water comes with three tiny little blue cubes. droplets, yeah. And you throw all three of them at once. And, you know, wherever they they all get on, hope they all land. Because if any of for everyone that misses, you get hit that many times. So you could potentially get hit three times if you miss with all three of them. Then the fire one that you throw a a big fire thing out on the board. That, yeah, that comes with each expansion also comes with like big things, overlays that you drop onto the target, too. And some of them make it harder to kill the monster, some of them make it easier. The fire, it's a D8. Okay. It's an orange D8. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't see that one because we didn't use that one tonight. We used the earth die and we used the water die. Well, the yep. droplets is what I call it. <laughs> All right. So what else? So what else that worked for me? The the humor and the art. Uh, again, like props to the artist here. And the whole purchasing thing, the, the shop factor mm-hmm. of it. And the difficulty. Because it's a cooperative game, you know, they it needs to be difficult. Because if you just win, have to if you win it every time, you don't want to play it. You know. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) This is like me playing that because when when I play, when the kids were younger, we played this game all the time, and because they were younger, they wanted to win every time. So we ignored a lot of the rules. We almost never took damage, and so I ended up kind of hating this game, and I forgot (laughs) why I ever liked this game in the first place, and it wasn't until. I took it into our tabletop club at the beginning of the school year and introduced my students when I, I re I like, I fell in love with this game again because I watched them just have such a good time. We'll talk about that when we get into our stories, uh, aspect of the game. So anything else that worked for you or should we move on to what doesn't work? No, I just, again, like I think it's a good family game. So that, that works for me. Yeah. It's low key. You can eat food around. It's good for a family or, or for a group of adults. Yeah, oh, yeah. We played the adults the first time we did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when alcohol is involved, too. <laughs> and It makes it beca- more fun. Because you're just threatening each other. If you miss this shot, I swear. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so what doesn't? Um, I would assume setup time. But again, like Baron Park and everything else, <laughs> I don't do the setup. So, But I just on my end. I um, was sitting watching Gilmore Girls on Netflix while you were doing all the setup, talking to Soph and Eli. They got their popcorn made. They're getting ready to go for <laughs> gaming. And I walked over because I'm like, oh, my episode's over. Looks like he's about ready to go finally because, again, there's just so much to this game when you have all the expansions. And you did not look happy. And I put my face in front of you like, hi, how are you? I like your hat that you're wearing. It was put on me. 
well, it looks good. And you did I was actually feeling pretty... Well, I think part of it is, like, again, I was... I'm just so burnt out over this game from everything, because I'm like, I don't know if I want to play this game again. <laughs> and so, is that, like, setup, I don't think, considering all the stuff that is in when you have all the expansions... I don't think it's all that bad. I think it's just organizing everything. Because you have to get all, yeah. the, all the gold pieces together. But you put everything in nice little baggies. So yeah. it makes life easier. Yeah, bags. Like, go to the craft section of a store and buy, like, all the different sizes of bags. Uh, especially if you're going to get into this hobby. Because you'll be using them a lot. Well, and Dollar Tree has, like, cute little containers. I look Over there on the table, I see you bu we bought those. You know, I did. I bought, Tree. like... But those uh, are cute, and they're like little Tupperware ones almost. Yeah, little Tupperware containers for, for like dipping sauces. Yeah. yeah. Buy buy a bunch of these for token holding, token trays, things like yeah. that. Or, you know, go on Amazon and get a nice fancy looking suitcase kind of thing and That's make right. yourself look extra. So <laughs> I would say setup time would probably be a, a detractor for some people if they don't if they have the box and it's all floating free. Yeah. And then what also doesn't work is since you're throwing all of these elements they go on the floor a lot. So mm -hmm. I'm sure... You don't want to play this in a messy room. Because no. it would be like, where'd that die just go? Yeah. <laughs> and we have a carpet underneath the, the dining room table, which tends to catch the die from rolling too far. But we've lost things underneath the piano before, remember? Like, yeah, we have. So we've come close it, to losing. And that, the, those little water dice. Oh, yeah. So I think that could be a problem too, personally. Mm -hmm. So you got to be careful. Yeah. Uh, what doesn't work for me, the the expansions. Some of them have, like, wacky rules. Uh, the water expansion comes with this smother rule where some creatures don't hit you. They just, you just add these, like, bubble tokens to your character. And if they run out, you just die. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you just drown. <laughs> you're, you're, and so, so wow. Not even like taking hit points, you're just dead. Yeah, and let me see if I can find <laughs> yeah, the, the paper for that it? rule here. We got the big wave. Is it the big wave? Yep, or? there it is. Okay. Look and it should paper. be near the end of the rule book. Oxygen tokens. Oxygen tokens. Some monsters, i.e. those with the smother ability, and some equipment and power cards use heroes to receive oxygen tokens. Place as many oxygen tokens on your hero sheet as indicated by the monster card. At the beginning of each player's turn during this fight, the affected hero removes one oxygen token from his hero sheet. If he runs out of oxygen tokens, he faints just as if he ran out of hit points. At the end of the fight, return all oxygen tokens to the supply. So he faints like you run out of hit points. Can you revive him? So then at the end of the fight, if everyone survives the fight, then... You can buy back his health or whatever? No, the, they just come back. Oh, so you're like out of gameplay for the rest of that for that fight. Okay. At least I think because again, like the like it's kind of vague. Like that's literally the only thing that's mentioned in the entire rulebook about those smother tokens. So you know, like I wish there was more specificity about that. Yeah. Same with the fire tokens and the fire one. Like that, they make a little bit more sense, but also kind of just. Eh, you know. <laughs> and the wind one, I love, but I also hate where you raise the entire target about an inch off the table with these little supports. Mm -hmm. The problem is if, you know, a flying character comes out that you have to fight, you have to pause the game to build these supports and put the, you know, target on top. And then you fight it, which is only like a two, three minute fight. Top. And then you have to remove all the supports <laughs> yeah. and put the target back down. So it's a really neat idea, but so much 
work to to do it's like it. don't break the ice you know like there yeah it takes a lot of build up and you're like you're just gonna hit some squares you know like i, I get yeah it. is it worth it For it's children, a great it is, idea on paper yeah. but is it worth it i feel like if you're you know hanging out with friends and drinking a beer and eating some popcorn like yeah it's fine like let's just build this okay everyone take a take a breather go get some food out of the kitchen while we build this next part mm-hmm. but it would be very obnoxious yeah. for me like i'd be annoyed after a while again me is just the thought of like as a mother cleaning losing the components is an issue and keeping the kids together like that's an issue too like well what color dye are you going to choose the red the blue or the green they fight it fight over it like <laughs> yeah so we haven't talked about that each color dye each character has a specific ability for red blue and green dice and so you know you pick what color dye you're going to throw but then that means everyone else at the table can't use that color. So you got to be strategic. Yeah. For example, like the green for Eli's character was uh, he was, you know, this drunkard and everything. And he'd like get two gold pieces if this special icon appeared face up on his die when he when he bounced it. But green for my character was just uh, five damage regardless of where I landed on the table. So, you know, you had to figure out what color die you're going to use, what color die everyone else wants to use around the table, talk to each other about that. And sometimes everyone wants the same color because everyone's ability works there. And with children, you know, that, can, that can take some negotiating. <laughs> Strategic <laughs> negotiation. <laughs> All right, so what's the next question? I want to go back to uh, one thing that does work for me. And that is, and we mentioned it a little bit, is the parodying of all of it. There's like Jack Sparrow in there and the, as a pirate. There's Legolas, things like that. The, the Fantastic Four all make it. And I just think that's just fantastic too. But anyway, the monsters you fight. Yeah, all, yeah, a lot of the monsters you yeah. fight as well. So lastly is just fun stories or things like that. For me, it's fun stories and memories from this game. Tell me some of your fun stories, stud. <laughs> I'm going to start with the most recent. Which is Tabletop Club, where very first thing that they fight is a wolf. That's it. Just one wolf. We killed one of those this evening. Yeah, we had no problems with it. My students, there are five, six of them, and they were almost dead from the wolf. Jeez. And one of them just leans back, and he's like, in D&D, it'd be a whole pack of wolves versus a party. Here it's a whole party versus a wolf, and we're struggling. <laughs> and then, he, and then they like keep trying to kill this thing, and they keep losing and and getting hurt by it. And he goes, "Guys, this is the first monster." <laughs> and they're all like, "No, it's fine." And so, just watching them struggle really made me re- realize like how good this game can be. And one of them even made the threat that we heard on our first game of. If you miss this, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> well, that happened to like my story. I'm thinking, and you know, of course, there was some booze involved at the beach, and I somebody got hurt. Like, because we had all these different um, abilities we had bought, like so axes, whatever. And so one person was supposed to spin around in a circle, then throw, throw the dice like underneath the leg and up onto the table, and needed to twist on. Like I remember, it was one a person, big combo. It was a of lot things. of stuff. And then, um, like, something happened. And was it me or was it her? Someone got hit in the head. I think it was her. Oh, yeah. Because we had to put ice <laughs> on someone's head. Like, oh, it, my gosh. Yeah, it yeah. got it got real. We won in the end, but, like, it was, like, 
Because yeah. the chair, the chair hurt us. That's what I like to say. We fell into the chair because there was so much spinning and jumping and <laughs> bouncing and all that kind of stuff. Oh, the memories of that. Because she had a, bru- she had like a, a, a black and blue eye the next day. Like there was a bruise above her eyebrow. It was a solid hit. Yeah, I think she was bleeding a little bit too. I don't remember. I do. Enough, because that was like one of my best friends who got hurt from a board game. <laughs> so you know. Um, I also like just seeing the kids like laugh, like Eli has so much fun. You know, we heard him earlier talking. He is adorable, but he has so much fun with this game and we let them cheat. Like, oh, there's just a practice throw. It doesn't count until you say this one counts. You know, like, and, and still they don't Oh, count. that is, that is something you'll say a lot. Practice throw. Yeah. This is a practice throw. <laughs> but he just really enjoys it. Like, it's just, it's nice to see like just him smiling and so them getting along for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, they're at an age now. Well, she's at an age where little brothers aren't cool anymore. Unless it's Alex, because he's a baby. <laughs> there was one snow day where uh, Eli threw the die onto the board in the final boss. And he landed in the bullseye with the activation symbol face up, which is instant kill. So he killed like a 40 hit point boss in one throw. And he just howled. It was awesome. So proud. It was yeah. great. Oh, it makes you happy because he's so cute. Like, like <laughs> you said, like in our wellhouse exorcism, he's just pure goodness. You just, you feel bad when he cries, the world cries. So when he yep. smiles, the world smiles. Absolutely. Any other stories you have? No, I mean, no, we kind of. We used it with lots of our friends. Like We've, we've had, played it with so many groups of people. A lot of our friends. And then that's why like, one of our friends said um, we should stop D&D campaigns. Like the ones we do on the weekends that we aren't recording because we have a different campaign that's not on our podcast right now. Mm-hmm. But one of our friends specifically said, could we stop D&D for a bit and go back to playing board games? Because like, I miss playing all these board games with you. So, And this is one that will break out, definitely. Yeah. Now, I will say uh, one thing is this game, because we have had some guests over who were like significantly overweight and things like that and this game is not an option for that you know like some board a lot of board games are literally for people of any uh ability but if you have a physical disability or you know things like that or are overweight or you know just have physical limitations you won't be able to play this game, which well, I think it depends on if you buy those extras or not, because like, you don't have to lift your leg up. You don't, you no, that's a, die. that's a standard card. The lifting the leg up. But that is that, doesn't that go along with like the different things, like the, the swords you can buy? Uh, not always. Some of it is like the monkey King. If you fight a particular villain, it might make you do things like that too. And you could ignore those rules as well, I'm sure. But well, then you would have to run away, right? That'd be the impossible yeah, you, yeah, situation. Yeah, it'd be an impossible situation you could run away from. But that is something to think about. Yeah, that is true. Because, like, I, I know that some people that, that we have played with would really like this game if they were physically able to. Yeah. Well, it makes me think of, like, Terrible City, too, because, like, I will get on the table. Oh, that's another one. Yeah, you... Yeah, like, I... <laughs> I get it, really it, into that one. It demands you to. Like, you have to put your chin on the pieces. Yeah. So you, that's another one where you have to be physical with yeah. the game, uh, where most games don't... Dexterity games in general make that's you funny, do that. funny, because every time I played this, unless I chose to throw the dice under my leg because I bought, like, that card, I've always sat at the table and just tossed a dice on the board. <laughs> like, I've never had a physical issue, because I'm just like, I'm just going to lay here and... See, I always want to stand when playing this game. I do you know? stand sometimes, too, but, like, standing isn't a physical, like, hardship for some people, yeah. you know? 
but I just kind of said, I'm like, yeah, like, like so yeah. she's kind of rolled. But people hear <laughs> board game and they think like sitting at a table and this is not yeah, sitting is at like a table. Terrible city. Like you could be like on the table. Mm-hmm. We have pictures of me like on the table. We do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I still want to see if I can I'm find so that. I'm so proud of that one. <laughs> oh, that's a good picture. Because I was like, wasn't I like almost With... gollum over it to get to oh, my Oh, yeah. Merch? Jack like, was there for that one, Yeah, Jack one was there. Too. I was really proud you of that. You had at least one knee on the table. Maybe your oh, other was, foot was, I was on like the chair. On it. Like, yeah. I was on the table. Uh, when, uh, when we're we're going to have to review that one. When I'm playing, like I get competitive. When it's against Jack, because I have to. Yeah, we need we need Jack over here for that one. Yes, we do. Not the children. And we cannot play with the kids, because that causes a ruckus in our house. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to Dungeon Fighter. Anything else you want to say about this? No, this is a great game for all ages. Okay, so how about cost? I'll ask you questions Oh, now. yes. Base co- game and then all the additions. So the version we have is out of print. Okay. There's a new one, and I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around how it works because the Kickstarter had four versions of the game. Ew. Each version was the base game, but with one of the expansions mixed into it, and you couldn't separate them. Okay. So if you wanted the whole set, you had to buy the whole game four times. Ew. Yeah. But then I looked on Amazon and it looked like you could just buy the regular game. Like maybe they thought that was a bad idea. Yeah. And because uh, totally. now on Amazon, it's like 35 bucks and it doesn't look like it follows that business model anymore. It okay. just looks like it's regular old Dungeon Fighter. Okay. I hope that's how it is. <laughs> Because I I was going to back it like oh Dungeon Fighter Second Edition under a new company with new artwork and new you know like oh, new stuff new company oh. yeah so I was like oh this you know like but I was like you know maybe it's they like can update the it. original clue to like be Harry Potter clue whatever like no just give me the original yeah but there are times when it helps you know I guess so. there are some games that have gotten drastically better 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 with a second or third edition. And I was, you know, hoping that this would breathe new life into it, get more people playing it. Can you it. buy the one that we have, like, on eBay or something still? Could Last still I checked, it was, like, $200. Jeepers, cats. Just for the base game. The expansions are still, like, 20 bucks each. Okay. But the base game, it, I don't know, I haven't looked recently, but last time I checked, it was expensive Okay. for the for this version that we have. Well, I mean, and again, like, weigh the cost with um, how much fun you're going to have. Like, this game doesn't get old for me, you know? Yeah. I don't set it up. You do. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't had to play nearly as much as me nope. either. Nope. This is like when it's a really snowy day. I'm like, oh, I got to do grad school. You guys go ahead and have fun. Bye. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, this game usually runs for, like, 35 to $40, and I think that's a fair, more than a fair price. Yeah. Even the for expansions? the new one. The expansions are about 15 to 20 each. Oh, that's not bad. No, not at all. I feel like I got some of those for you for Christmas at some point, didn't I? For sure. Yep. Okay. So again, again, the base game is nice even without the expansions, but I like the expansions. I'd say get it all if you can. Yeah, even just for the extra dice and things yeah, like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so that was my question on that. Would you be happy if the cards were a little bit different, or do you like all the components as they are? Because you mentioned uh, the cardstock, player boards, and dungeon levels. If they were, like, it would be nice if they were higher quality, but then that would increase the cost to a 50 or $60 game. So I'm perfectly happy with, and that's that's not where the game lies either, you know? The game is in the dice and the target and the cards. 
So I don't mind that those are just cardstock. So I'm I wouldn't change a thing okay. for this game. What do you rate it? I, I give it a solid nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Like I there's not much I would change with it to be honest with you. I give it eight out of ten because out of the cardstock. Because <laughs> <laughs> and because it does look like it would be a hard batch to get together if you didn't have like all the organization that you have. True, yeah. Because again, like Baron Park, I get angry because that just all sits in that box like a puzzle, you know. Mm -hmm. If you have Ziploc baggies, it makes it a lot better. You You just have to be prepared. Yeah, Yeah, that's the problem. You just have to be prepared. If you buy this game and just open it up and then... See, my thing is, if you're going to invent all of these extra things, then you need to invent also a way to hold all the extra things. A nice insert. Mm -hmm. Or provide... I don't remember if this one came with bags. A lot of board games will come with bags to store everything. I don't remember. That was years ago. We bought this game in 2016 or 15. We bought it as soon as we played it, pretty much. Yeah, either 2015 or 2016. Yeah. Uh, Again, it was the first game in our collection. So we got to thank our friends that remain nameless. If they're listening, they know who they are. Because you mentioned Wildwood in the condo. Or Mm -hmm. as our kids call it, the treehouse. The (laughs) treehouse. And I hope your eye is better. It's been a couple years. It should be okay. (laughs) <laughs> at uh, least six years it's fine she walked it off mostly <laughs> all right so anything else you want to add no next time we get on here uh we'll be we have a list of a couple different games that we want to talk about dan and i want to talk about star wars rebellion where you mm. play out the original star wars trilogy in a game of hide and seek which is just a lot of fun it's a big game it's a long game but it is a fun game uh, Shannon wants to talk Terror in Meeple City at some point. Oh, oh. Uh, and Catacombs. Catacombs. So lots of dexterity, di- you know, flicking and rolling games. Uh, Laura and Ray want to be on to talk Clank. Oh, that's a good one. Because eventually we want to start doing Clank Legacy, Legacy, which was an anniversary present that we just haven't been able to get around to playing yet. It's been busy. It's just sitting there staring at us. You could do Scythe. Oh, Scythe is my favorite. I thought it's Blue like, Haven was your okay, favorite. Okay, well, Scythe, <laughs> Scythe is the most luxurious game I own. Luxurious. It's, it is. like, I. It's the first game where I painted all the pieces because it demanded it. I Where Gloomhaven, I say, said this in the podcast, Gloomhaven has a utilitarian feel to it. A lot of the pieces, to save money, feel rather cheap, where Scythe is just... The, you open that up and... I painting the, those minis, so. <laughs> All right, so we got a whole list of things to do, which is wonderful. Yes. Don't forget to visit gamesoverboard.com and email us at gamesoverboard at gmail.com. And we have a Facebook page that you can like. Yep, we are Games Overboard on Facebook. Like us, leave reviews, tell your friends. Listen to our other podcasts, Danger and Dice, where we play D&D and get into all kinds of crazy mischief. Right now we're just doing... side stories, lots of fun. Yeah, we're doing lots of one-shots right now, but we are eventually going to get into a campaign that Jack will DM for us. And then the most important of all of our podcasts... You can be sure to listen to The Wellhouse Exorcism. Now that our main story is done of our house, we are focusing on haunted places and haunted objects. Where we pass judgment on whether or not we so believe the story. Judgment. Lots of judgment. Can't wait. All right. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you next week. <laughs>